back to another edition of 30 Rack Sports. It is our Friday edition. It is our football Friday edition of 30 Rack Sports. We're still over here drinking. It's crushable three days later. It is the Steuben Tiger Session Lager from Rebel Metal Brewery. The more we say it, the more, the more I like saying Steuben Tiger. Steuben, Steuben, Steuben Tiger. Today's show, all about the NFL. If you want to hear some of our takes about uh, college targeting rule, uh, the MLB race with the Reds, or uh, you know, kind of where Ohio State or Cincinnati is at, we have our Tuesday podcast we release where we break down all of those and give you a little bit more interest or a little bit more information on the Steuben Tiger session lager plus what a Roush beer is. So. Roush beer, Steuben Tiger, fun words this week on Thirty Rack. A lot of sports. fun words. Not quite Concacaf, but close. No. But uh, speaking of tigers, we'll start with uh, Josh. Your Cincinnati Bengals. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, we got the nice Bengal Tiger on the Steuben Tiger can, and uh, we had a nice Bengal Tiger week, week one there, and uh, this past week, he saw some things come to light that I think need to change really quick, um, particularly one of them being the uh, offensive coordinator position. Might need to see a change here real fast before you lose your locker room. I don't know if you guys heard some of the post-game comments that were made by Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Jamar needs to watch that, though, son. <clears throat> You're a rookie. I know. I'm just saying. I feel you, though. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he should be a play caller anymore. Just be the head coach. But, I mean, and part of it, part of it is, 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 I think, the things they're, they're getting backed into and everything just with the lack of, the lack of pass protection. Um, Four sacks for 28 yards. Uh, you know, was knocked down several times. 30 passes. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 they need to use their playmakers. I mean, they're running the ball 46% of their plays right now, ninth most. Uh, to put it into perspective, Browns with Chubb are running it 53% of the time, fourth most. Well, that's, that's not just Chubb. That's you got Chunt. It. Thank you. Yeah, the, the, the Chunt backfield. That's right. Sounds dirty. <laughs> you like it a little bit, uh, I can tell. Uh, but you drafted a quarterback number one, and then you drafted the wide receiver at number five. Not only that, yeah, they T. played Higgins. together. T. Higgins, Tyler You've Boyd. had T. Higgins. <clears throat> like, why'd you draft them if you're not going to use oh, them? I, I think uh, you fall in love sometimes too much with the the balance. I think you need that balance. You Don't need wrong, but I mean, you got to play to your strengths a little bit. I yeah. think you know Joe Mixon's a threat catching the ball in the backfield. I don't. Between the time he's a solid running back, I mean, but you're not, he's not a bell cow, in no. my opinion. You're not riding him. Well, now they're, they're get to this in, in a little bit, but they're so short in the backfield now. I just, the lack of, the lack of shots to your playmakers is, is killing you right now. Chase was targeted. Cincinnati had 11 offensive possessions. I can't call all of them drives, but they had 11 <laughs> offensive possessions. A couple of them were a little bit shorter than others. 11 offensive possessions against Chicago last Sunday. And Chase was only targeted in three of those 11 possessions. Now, he did become the second rookie wide receiver ever to have a touchdown reception of 40 yards or more in his first two games. Hasn't been done since 76. So Who did it in 76? Uh, Sammy White ah. of the Vikings. Okay. 
Uh, good but old Sammy. Yeah, good old Mr. White. <laughs> but you know, please show some respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. He's a legend I am out there. showing respect. God damn. But it's, uh, you gotta, you see what the talent of this guy is. Yeah. He's broken off these big routes. You've seen his big play, his downfield ability. Use it. Well, I know you don't have a lot of time to use it. But I was going to say, I was gonna say big, I mean, do you think the O-line's a the, part of the problem? The big issue, well, it's, it's a, I think it's a twofold issue. Because you start with the offensive line, and everyone's going to say, well, you should have drafted, you know, Sewell, you should have at least put some money into your offensive line. Yeah, right. Pass blocking lat or yesterday or earlier this week. I'm sorry. On Sunday, you had one player over 60 overall for PFF as far as pass blocking. Xavier Suofilo was a 44.1. Jonah Williams, your left tackle of the future, was a 52. And then you really only had one guy above a 60 in, in Hopkins. Then you go to... Through two weeks yeah, in pass protection, the Bengals running backs, because they yeah. didn't need to keep the mustache, man. Joe Mixon, yeah. 25.8 in pass protection. Samaj P. Ryan, 30.3. Last year, they had a guy named Gio Bernard, who was a 73 in pass protection. So you, you have no running backs that can give you pass protection. You obviously have a subpar O-line, and maybe you don't. I'm still higher on Sewell than a lot of people, but maybe you don't do Sewell. But then you have to put some money, you know, the money that you put into the defensive line or something, you have to put, you, you can't have Xavier Suofilo and expect that, like, your entire world has been changed. Yeah, and I, I think uh, you, you hit the nail right on the head there. I mean, it right on. And I think it's more, I have more issue with the running back situation than I do, I think, any other section of this team. Because, and follow me down this rabbit hole for a minute, I'm, if I'm you excited, will. yeah. I mean, I don't think Mixon has been that great. Uh, I mean, he's only averaging about four yards per carry. I don't worst think he's amongst, a pop-off, no. Nearly worst amongst all starting backs this season. I know we're only through two games, but so you're constantly needing to always have the three downs if you're going to use him. The Bengals are rushing on first down 51% of the time, but only averaging about four yards on but the ground. But I also don't think the O-line's a great run block. Sure, I, mean, no, I don't think no. they're good at either. Yeah, and that's what that's I'm saying. The problem. That's at why it all trickles down. Yeah, yeah. But that means you're constantly looking at second and six about half the time, right. okay? So then on second down, the Bengals are so, so bad on second down. They run even more frequently at a 57% play call rate. And on second and long, six yards or more, they run at 58%, nearly 60% of the time when they have second and long, they are running at Mm-hmm. running the ball. That's the most in the NFL. Icing on the cake is nearly 30% of all those second down plays, run or pass, are resulting in negative yardage. So to summarize, half the time you're calling the run to just get four yards on first down. So you just can then be yards. in so then you can be in a second and long situation where a quarter of the time there, you're just getting negative yardage. So then that just constantly backs you into the corner of these really long third downs where it's very obvious that you're going to pass the ball. You don't yeah. have a lot of unpredictable play calls, which is why the Bengals' 26 third downs are the 13th most in the NFL, and they're only converting at their 35% rate, eighth worst. So Statistically, there is some math. Yes. 
But it's just <laughs> yeah. like you're constantly backing it's the yourself. Same in. if you're watching the games. Yeah. No, I know. I've I mean, if you're them, watching, yeah. you're kind of watching Zach Taylor just slowly back this offense into deeper into He's the predictable. corner. He's predictable. Yeah. He's predictable because they don't have any pass protections. They're limited but to like ways, one page. But I'm saying he's not creative. No, there's plenty of ways. And what to I'm wondering use receivers, you know, short routes, motion, bring a, um, you know, you can bring running backs in, you know, take runs, handoffs. There's all sorts of different ways you can um, create that kind of pressure without having to rely on offensive line. Not that'd be great. You need an offensive line, but well, and what frustrates be me a the little most more effective is that is that you you want to create you want to be a little more effective at these things get more creative but you constantly you're like your creativity is running an empty set shotgun where the <laughs> yeah. last three sacks that joe burrow's gotten have come from right so i don't know those kind of decisions when you're constantly getting back to those corners have been abysmal from taylor and i don't i don't trust him at all right now with this offense the other thing is you know with when you have an offensive line that's challenged and, you know, you've seen a lot of other people do it. I mean, you know, I know he's coming off the knee injury and I, you have no idea where he is at, you know, a hundred percent health wise, but they have not moved the pocket at all. No. no. And it's one of those things that when you have a, you almost think he, I think you'd want to get out. Of yeah. I was going to say, you want to roll out. Yeah. It, if you can get the play action game going, get him out of the pocket, it helps the offensive line because then you can kind of push guys to the other side. It gives him more time. You can roll out. I mean, he's a good – he throws the ball well regardless. Like, mm-hmm. he can throw on the run. He, I mean, he was the number one overall pick. He right. has all the intangibles. And it can open You've things just up. Just be, even pick up a few yards but, with his legs. But that falls – yeah, Or dump it off to a running back. Yeah. That falls on the running back room, though, if you're going to have successful play action. Joe Burrow's got like a 40 40- – Point one QBR or something out of play action right now. Jeez. Like, like you've got to, if you're just going to do play action, then you you got to be, really. yeah, you've got to have a threat to run. And then when you're running these play actions, you got to have a back that can at least chip, that, that can at least chip a block. Vikings, and I, to be fair to the Bears, their aging defense, they're still a good, oh, yeah, they're a good defense. defense. Still got Mac and, you know, those they guys. They got some, guys, but I'm saying is they could play about seven guys in the box. They didn't need to really drop eight, nine down. I mean, you're right. I think it, I agree that it all comes back to the running game, which I, you at least wish the line was better at run blocking, in my opinion, at the very least. Probably right. It doesn't help when the interior is garbage, but yeah. yeah. I, it's, it's very frustrating to watch them get backed up like that and not take shots. Half the time, not be able to take the shots. Like, we're three, three of the possessions we targeted Chase. It's just not enough. And yeah, Chase had, I mean, four targets and then two catches for 54 yards, one of them being the 42 yard touchdown. So has not gotten a lot of targets. Obviously, the only players with more targets, uh, Tyler Boyd and uh, T. Higgins, who did have a touchdown, but also had a very costly fumble. Yes. Uh, Going to next week, though, uh, we brought this up. kind of in our last show a little bit. Bengals going to play the Steelers. We also have a who you got coming out on Sunday before the game. Uh, maybe some of us have some surprise picks coming up. But uh, they will go to the Steelers on um, on Sunday afternoon. It's Steelers, Jaguars, Packers, Lions. So it's kind of a Ravens, Jets. It's kind of you know tough team and then maybe someone a little bit easier. But in order to kind of get them back on the right foot. 
against the Steelers, Josh, what what do they have to do? Um, key word would be attack. Attack, attack down the field. Go, go. Like, this methodical stuff has got to stop. You, you heard all about this. Oh, Zach Taylor coming from Sean McVay, and it'll be this high-octane offense and everything. And this guy doesn't seem to be that creative. It, like, I, I don't think they should be world beaters or anything and be the best offense in the NFL but you can't be facing another season where you're getting one of the least amount of yards per game right. or the least amount of points uh, efficiency off of your drives. Um, but I think the bigger key to the game in Pittsburgh is going to be the defense. And that's been the biggest surprise and delight of the season, I think, so far as the defense. I mean, you go up against Dalvin Cook and David Montgomery and only give up a combined 122 rush yards, 3.1. Average for both of them on their carries, that's pretty good. Um, 304 total yards per game allowed is the sixth best in the NFL. DJ Reader, BJ Hill, I would have Logan Wilson fall on the ball, fall on the football. It's a very key theme to the weekend. I felt like fall on the fumbles. Uh, I think there's gay, there's plays like that that you'd like to see the guys finish, but those additions have been great. Uh, the D-line has been better than expected. You were wondering if you were going to have any sort of pass rush, but I think coverage from you know Hilton, uh, Chidabe Awuzie, who's my favorite new name in the NFL, um, they've been great coverage. I think what they had, 13 sacks all last year. They have seven so far yeah. this year, so the defense yeah. has been much, much improved, especially on, the, look on the front line. The linebackers, which was a big worry for some, have looked great. So I think if this team can pressure Big Ben, get two turnovers. If you can get two turnovers and at least one of them is some real good field position with it, then I think the Bengals have a good shot to be in it within a field goal at the end of the game and sneak one out and get out of there. I, I would say I would almost go on the flip side for the most important part. I, I would say it has to be avoiding the mistakes, you know, Mistakes almost cost you versus Minnesota. Mistakes definitely cost you, you know, four turnovers in a three-point loss against Chicago. And then you look at the Pittsburgh team. You know, they beat a very good Buffalo team, but their biggest play of the game was that blocked punt for a touchdown, and that was the difference in the game. If not, they scored 16 points. They scored 17 points versus Las Vegas. If you can keep things together and, you know, score a decent amount of points, I mean, you know, 21 points or something, you should be in very good position to win because this Steelers offense has not looked, you know, amazing under Big Ben. I mean, two touchdowns, one pick. Najee Harris only has 26 carries for 83 yards. It's not exactly like he's been, you know, lighting the word on, lighting the world on fire. So it's one of those things where if you can – Put enough points on the board, not turn over the ball, and you know, allow someone like Big Ben to make the mistakes instead of you. Then, yep, be very yeah. productive. He's capable. Oh, he's very, yeah, he's very capable. capable. Yeah, yeah. He showed know. that last year in the uh, in the playoff game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see about the Bengals. It, it could be a, an interesting game, or it could be a not so fun afternoon. But is this a hot take, Josh? Is this a Oh, Early, is this a bit for Zach Taylor? Is this a bit of a turning point game here? Like you said, with some of the uh, chirping already from the locker room. A little yeah, bit, yeah. I think the media. Uh, and... You at least, if not win the game, you have to have a better offensive performance. Oh, yeah. It's Gotcha. Yeah.
I don't know. We can uh, we can move up north to uh, where we might have some more positive fortune. The land. Bitch, I'm from the land. I mean, some some positive some, thoughts. Some positive, definitely some, some, question marks. Some, question, some worries, too. Hey, Tyrod will get anybody, man. Only for a half. Only for I a know, half. that's what I mean. We took hey, away. Everybody, everybody hates on Tyrod. When Davis a solid quarterback. No, I mean he moved, look for filling in. For oh a yeah, starter for a whole like, has has like moves the pocket well. Yeah, throws a very catchable ball. Like he's not like gonna that. win you games, but he's not gonna lose you some games either. Well, Browns were able to get the best of him. I mean, for the, only the half that he played, but yeah. beat the Texans, uh, thirty-one to twenty-one. Um, after losing to the Chiefs, get two straight NFC Norris matchups. They, uh, Do you keep saying NFC? Oh, yeah. Cause well, they yeah, because they yeah. play the Bears and the Vikings. Yeah. Those teams are Don't both Bears. in the NFC. You if know you what? Were you know what? I would zoned you out, so I heard you say whatever. Then they have some Western matchups, both AFC and NFC. <laughs> but uh, coming out of this game, obviously one of the, the big worries, um, Jarvis Landry early in the game uh, makes a catch. Goes down with an injury, ends up being a uh, MCL sprain, so he's now week to week. Um, of course, still waiting for uh, Odell Beckham to come back. So going into the game against the Texans, you know, after the first drive or two, your top receivers were Rashard Hollywood Higgins, um, Donovan Peoples Jones, and Anthony Schwartz, who were all decent back end receivers but you don't really have that you know that number one receiver uh you know looking in to the top receivers your top three receivers were running backs or tight ends so uh kind of some worry there uh but you know the team able to get it done some issues on defense still uh allowing the defense to kind of go down the field uh, one of the things that, that definitely worries me the most is kind of the, the front seven uh, defense has only forced two sacks, uh, or sorry, three sacks so far this year, two coming from the defensive line, only one coming from the combination of uh, Garrett and Clowney. So definitely some worry there. You know, guys with any sort of mobility are able to move up to the middle, don't have good defensive tackles and, and middle linebackers. So certainly a worry there, but, you know, as far as the offense, like we said, some issues. The offense looked great in the first half last week. Looked good yeah. overall, you know, a couple issues. The one pick by Baker, you know, Schwartz has got to go a little bit harder for that football, but, you know, something like that happens. Offense, I'm not super worried about, you know, Averaging 30 points for the first two games. Take it's it. more about having a defense that you feel like, you know, you'd expect it to take a step forward this offseason. I, I think you're being a little harsh, Greg. Yes. Defense, yes. Quite hard. I mean, first of all, first game played the Chiefs. I thought they played well. <clears throat> yeah, there were some mistakes. I mean, some blown coverage that happens. I mean, the Chiefs are going to get you. They're going to bite you. Yeah, but they had, I mean, they had three rookies starting on the right side of their offensive line. I mean, I get you the pass to, rush. I think yeah. that's puzzling. I mean, that's what I'm not think. trying to break college, but it's like Ohio State. Why, 
there's too many studs. Yeah, I, what, what's right, going yeah, on? Why much, is there? Yeah. Not, I totally yeah. agree with That's you. I was, I, I was is, thinking you're hitting more on the secondary. Is Woods, but yeah. Woods still the DC? Yeah, yeah, Joe Woods. Yeah, still the DC, so, so, so are you worried about that at all? I mean, because because when you when you look at the things like Ohio State and when you got when you got that talent in Clowny there, and, and, and you're Gary, only yeah. you seem to not be doing that great. I mean, they're they're allowing third down conversions at a 63% rate uh i mean 8.7 yards per pass it just seems like you thought this was going to be the highlight of the team the 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 cornerstone if you will i, I thought they would at least be better and i think the, the issues that i've seen so far obviously middle of the field they lost anthony walker who was one of their big um you know big pickups don't really have a whole lot of defensive tackle i think um Losing the guy to Cincinnati was tough. Billings came to camp, you know, overweight after after losing him last week. Um, having Harrison, you know, gone the gone week one was tough. But uh, he, you know, you kind of worry about this this kind of four two five scheme that Joe Woods likes to run. Well, yeah, it's kind of weak in the middle to some degree, and I think you've seen that. Well, it's the, very easy to spread out a four two five. Yeah, and I think the one thing that you've seen is not only creating the running lanes, but also you have so many guys back that... You're relying on a four-man rush. Yeah. You're so re- much. You're relying on yeah. a four-man rush, and then also you don't have a whole lot in the middle. And you've right. seen, uh, you know, Brandon Cooks, I mean, what, had, uh, you know, nine receptions, and a lot of it was just, you know, Ward trying to play the outside and him just cutting into the middle. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it's like, I feel like Ward has been getting picked on more, and I don't think it's a cover thing. I think it's more of a scheme thing because when he's in that one-on-one, you know, deep shot, I feel like he's in good shape, but I feel like he doesn't have a whole lot of help over the middle. So I think it's just, you know, you have these guys that you're developing. I still think you could do more in the linebacking area because really you just got Anthony Walker. You still have, you know, a third-round pick in Taki Taki. And Mac Wilson, who both I expected more out of them, and I haven't really seen it as much. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you do have Chicago next week, which might be an interesting test, depending on if you get Dalton or Fields. You have Kirk Cousins. You know, you you might have a couple guys that are going to run conservative, and it can maybe help you to kind of shore up some stuff on your defense. Yeah, but also you could have give you some a worry. false sense of uh, yeah. It's a good, you know, it's working it's good, because I mean. Both those teams, I mean, yeah, the, I don't think, I think Justin Fields will be great, unfortunately, as Packers fan for me down the road. But whether him or Dalton, should be nowhere. They should look good. I'd be concerned if they didn't. And then the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, yeah. Adam Thielen. I mean, they got a few pieces, but. But then, you know, but then after that, you have, you know, Herbert and Kyler Murray. And these are two can, guys that can, can tear you up. You. Especially Murray with his ability to get... I mean, Herbert can run a little bit. I mean, Murray can kill you multiple different ways. Yeah. He can run. He can stretch. I'll be interested to see that. And it's just... It's one of those things where, you know, obviously Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Even with, you know, three miscues. Yeah. They only lost by four. I expect to see the offense... You know, the offense early in the Texans game went away from the run a little bit. I think the Texans were kind of stacking the box. But I think if they can keep their run game going, I'm not worried about their offense. I mean, I still think they're, they'll be a very good team. I think it's just between being a good team and taking that next step. 
if you want to beat those really good teams. Do you think they're a step back from where they were at the end of last year? I mean, uh, obviously, you're not going to be as good as you at the end of the year, but I'm just saying, do you think talent-wise, I mean... Um, the the weird thing is, is I think the offense, which really hasn't changed, yeah. I, I'm honestly a little surprised, but, like, I, I'm very pleased with Bullish. them. Yeah. Especially with, you know, like, like I said, you know, not having Odell, um, with Landry going out, because Landry is a huge, huge, huge part of yeah. that offense. The defense... Once again, I expected to be a little bit better. They were, you know, they were passable last year when they had all those injuries. They had the one game where, like, you know, the Pittsburgh game where they had, like, three or four guys on the COVID list in their secondary. So I feel like they've been a team that's been able to put it together. And maybe it's just, you know, offense ahead of defense. But if some of these guys don't get it going, you know, Garrett had was fighting through COVID last year, so he was kind of beat up at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. But... I feel like they've got too much talent to be kept down on that defensive line, and I would hope it'd be something that would kind of move forward at some point. Well, yeah, because I think you have the offense, to, even when your defense isn't playing well. You've already seen it this season. Your offense is going to keep you in the game for the most part. But with all that talent on defense, that's where I think you can be in control of games. I think that's ultimately, yeah. at least from like an outside perspective on this, you want to see the Browns control more games. Yeah, 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 that's exactly. the next because I think is, yeah. they have the running game that if they could, you know, I think they've only forced a couple of three and outs where it's like if you can, you know, their first drive against the Chiefs was an eight minute grind your, your head off. Pose your will both sides of the ball. They're yeah, gonna play your football at your tempo, put it put it in the end zone. And then if they have to punt and you do, you know, another seven minute drive, you're up 14 to nothing and their defense has been on the field for the entire first quarter. Oh, yeah. That sets a They're tone killing. for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they have the talent to do it. I just need to see it. Yeah. Because, like I said, the offensive, the offensive game plan has been very, very good. I've been impressed with a lot of the people. And the defensive guys, I feel like they're so close to getting home. I don't know if it's something up the middle or just, you know, guys not you know, covering for quite enough time, but they're yeah. very close to, to really right having there. something special. Well, guys, is there uh, anything else around the league? Other, I know on Tuesday we covered taunting and all that, but is there anything else screaming out to you so how far? How about them Ravens? <laughs> how about them? Taking out the Chiefs. How about them Raiders? Yeah, yeah Raiders, Raiders are looking out. good, man. They, Derek I Carr. Mean, Derek I've, Carr. Been, I've been a huge Derek Carr defender. I thought he got a lot of crap, you know, even in the offseason. I was like, oh, you know, the Raiders could upgrade to Rodgers or something. I'm like, sure. But Derek Carr's younger, and I think he's always gotten a lot of crap. I mean, he's always been, a you know, up and down. I'm not going to put him in the top five, but he's got the talent. I think you just got to put a decent team around him. And, I mean, honestly, I thought John Gruden going back. Sometimes I thought that was going to be Jay a Jay Cutler vibes, I feel huh? like. He sometimes has Jay Cutler vibes. Sure, but Jay Cutler also had the attitude thing that was right. like a big turnoff. And Derek yeah. Carr, from all intents and purposes, oh like no, 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 super yeah. hard worker, yeah. hard worker. Yeah. It's just the eyeliner eyes. I mean, no, I agree with what you're saying. He, but see, Jay Cutler played a little bit like Brett Favre, a little reckless. But people couldn't stand Jay Cutler as a person. Right. He's kind of a quitter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I get what you're saying. Where well, Derek Carr's a little inefficient at times, but like. People back him up. Speaking of quarterbacks, have gotten patched on that I, I want to give a shout out to because he's played really well. 
yeah. is a guy that I actually, he was one of the guys that I wanted in the draft the year he came out. You know, uh, Baker was kind of under the radar until he got picked. I was a big Sam Darnold guy, and I yeah. feel like he got he got a lot of nothing in, New York. in the in the Jets, and now he has you know Joe Brady, Matt Rule. Yeah. He's got a solid defense behind him. He's got you know, I mean, one of the best weapons in the league in Christian McCaffrey, yeah, yeah. and he's just been. I mean, he hasn't been spectacular. You know, teams only put up forty five points in two games, but they've only you given see, up twenty one. You but, see what some pieces will do. But that's yeah, what exactly. happens. You have some pieces. You have some, you know, some reasonable coaches. You have some guys to throw the ball to. And you know what? 69% of his passes, averaging 300 yards a game, three touchdowns, one pick. Like, he's he's shown that he's a solid quarterback. And I think he's always been a solid quarterback. It's just oh yeah, the, no, he has the, the Jets were the Jets. And Adam Gase was Adam Gase. Kind of to jump off your point. As a Packers fan, what kills me is uh, a week after lighting up, <clears throat> lighting up the Packers and everybody knowing Jameis Winston, the new league MVP, uh, he throws up a dud there <laughs> with two picks, no touchdowns. Oh, runs. the one pick was a classic Jameis. No, I know. I'm just that, laughing. That, uh, that that tells me bad news on, um, you know, the new Joe, Joe Judge. Yeah, Joe Judge. Packers defense, that's going to be a... Joe Judge is the Giants. Yeah, coach. I know. Not Joe Judge. Um it doesn't even matter because he won't be there long. I'm on it. You're on it. Packers defensive coordinator is Joe, Joe Barry. Barry. Joe Barry. Sorry. Although all the pictures that they have is so. uh, Mike Pettin for whatever reason. Mike <laughs> Pettin. I liked Mike Pettin. I thought he got a bad rap. I thought it was more talent than... Um, he called some bad. Mike Pettin got a bad, some bad rap. He had some bad calls. Yeah, but they weren't always terrible. Um... Yeah, so that's that's worrisome for me. I don't know what to make of. I don't know what to make of the NFC North at this point. I, it could be a completely trash division. Yeah, to be honest, it's real teetering you. actually. It's really like that. Yeah. That, that looks like an eight and eight. That looks borderline NFC East, where like seven and nine gets yeah, you. Yeah, right. See the yeah. division like that's where it's teetering. I know it's early, but not impressive at all across the board. Josh, do you have any disappointments before we get out of here early in the season? Disappointments. Um. I mean, Zach Taylor's just, I, he, I'm almost disappointed to look at him sometimes when I see him on social media right now because he's so frustrated. He always looks meek. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Day, he always never, just looks like he's I feel never like had a good sad day. piano music yeah, playing wherever he's he walks around. never had a around. good day in his life. I mean, some people may know why I'm picking the disappointment that I have uh, because we may have a bet on who's going to be the better quarterback across their career. Yeah, but I, I took Justin Fields. I'm not a moron. I know how to evaluate. I know how to. No, evaluate. no, it's because it, you planted a seed. You planted a sleeper cell in Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have that kind of power. I wish I wouldn't be doing this. No offense with you guys. On fifty percent passing. He looks like no one has any idea what's going on in Jacksonville. Oh, no one does. That's a train wreck, ah, man. The, just... You know what that is? That All we the all stuff coming that. out about, or we did, but the stuff coming out about Urban Meyer, he's like yelling at players and there's like a big, like, you know, the, all the coaching staff. Yeah. Is like the NFL arms. versus the college coaches. Yeah. And, yeah. and the players are pit. It's hilarious. This is, uh, it's going to crash and burn. I mean, I love her. He's, he just ne- should have never went to the NFL. I no. don't know why. No, I don't. Yeah. He should have just I don't stayed retired. He shouldn't even go to anywhere in college. Just yeah. do your TV gig. What do you think he'll do for his next on retirement? Oh, God. He'll- yeah, uh, USC, baby. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was go. thinking. He said he has no interest. My my favorite one was the... Uh, Eric- yeah, but you know why USC won't hire him? 
because they're they, you know they have Mike all Cohen's the scandals intelligent now. person their new president because she came in to clean it all up and she said i will not hire anybody with any character questions and obviously <laughs> there's a, so that's not happening my favorite one maybe was, washington state or something was like the uh, eric the enemy thing i what i mean i know he's in the talk with he said the last person to fire me was was Mike Bone because he was in Colorado. He was on the Colorado staff uh, when they fired everyone. So he said, Mike, he said no, that, that was the last guy to fire me." So I thought that was very funny. But when you when your running backs are averaging almost five yards a carry, you have to have some sort of offensive. It doesn't look cohesive. I saw it from the first preseason game. There's nothing of value there, and I, I honestly feel bad for Trevor Lawrence. That I, mean, he has I to do, do with too. That. I think he got put in a bad situation. That they put him in a horrible situation. I think they were it's... like, this one kid really wants to play tight end. Let's watch him <laughs> crawl around on the ground for a little bit while you begin your NFL Dude, career. Tim Tebow thing That's garbage. Was That's ridiculous. awful. That it was. It's terrible. That's horrible. I, I do feel bad for Trevor Lawrence. I think he's an immensely talented player, and I think his career is going to be ruined. He might, have, he might have a Sam Darnold career at this point. Yeah, he might right. say, "Screw you, I'm out of here," and go to you know. Uh, yeah, I think he he'll go to Minnesota it. in three years. That's the problem, though. You get. I always said, it doesn't matter where you're drafted as a quarterback, it's what situation you get put in, out of, out of any position. Yeah, it's it's not 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 good in Jacksonville, home of the Saints. No. So, uh, guys, I guess before we we get out of here, uh, any shout outs as far maybe players or just anything. So far in this NFL season? Chitabe Awuzie. It's a fun name to say, and he's been great covering down the field. Uh, Eli Apple, also another disappointment. Oh, Just to put that out there. You should have seen that coming. I don't know well, what happened kinda, to kinda Eli. Did, I didn't but know yeah. what happened to Eli Apple, but yeah, he's never translated to the next level. Uh, shout out for me goes to uh, a late round pick of the Browns, a guy that kind of fought his way onto. The roster, he said he would find out the night before where he was practicing. Has, you know, backfield, um, you know, wide receiver, different places, returning kicks, uh, and had a had an awesome run for a touchdown. I think it was a 40-plus yard run for a touchdown, two receptions, 51 yards in the touchdown. Demetric Felton for the Browns. Another guy in the backfield making his name known. Yeah. Can never have too many... Uh, a lot of stock yeah, back there. Yeah, can't, can't have too much stock <laughs> with uh, guys that, you know, just know how to get yards when they have the ball in their hand. So, Zach, what about you? Um, I got nothing. My team's played like trash. Miles Teller for jacking up Aaron Rodgers in paradise, getting him yeah, ready see, getting him ready like, to go about, for the talk season. Of, talk about drama. Yeah, I, I honestly, I will admit well, I'm missing my Packers, but, I yeah, there's nothing good there. Justin Fields leading the, the former Buckeyes. I, really, though? Wasn't that great? Yeah, it was a lot of interceptions by Joe Burrow. So. Well, I just mean, like, yeah, I mean, obviously he looked like a rookie. And I'm not saying that. I think he's ready, but yeah. I, yeah, I, don't, I couldn't think of really anything. I racked my brain. I apologize. I sound unprepared, as always. Football's back. Football's, Football's back, back. Football. exactly. I mean, that's, that's good enough for me. We'll see. Too, too many of uh, crushing the Steuben Tigers over there for him. but uh, Yeah, you might need a few more Steuben Tigers if you have to watch the Packers all season. Uh, or the Bengals. Or the Bengals. That's, that's uh, this is this is such a weird This feeling. is a weird dichotomy. What's going on? Yeah, why are you, uh, what's going why on? are you hovering above us? I don't like oh, this. I mean, him, sure. But well, this our is teams weird. are both in first place teams. So. This is weird. Okay, well, Jonas, well, <laughs> this is weird. Enjoy wi- it. <laughs> 
This is yeah. This is really right weird. Top. Having like confidence in a team and like seeing like the wow, we're favored to win games. Like this is That's this is all weird. Nice. This like, is, is all that a nice. minus? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's got to be. You know what? That's what I'll say. I'm gonna say cheers to you two. Whoa. Your teams have a better record than my team does for once. Oh, okay. so I'll give you cheers to that. We'll see how long that lasts. All righty. Well, we will be back next week drinking some more beer and recapping what could be another wild week in football. I don't know. No Bearcats. Buckeyes play the Zips. But maybe some maybe some action in the NFL. If there's any news from that game. Bad news. <laughs> any news is bad news. So uh, for Zach on the opinions. For Josh on the ones and twos. Good day. I'm Greg. Thank you so much for listening to 30 Rack Sports. Peace.